Welcome to the podcast, Mom It Like It's Hot, the Motherhood Insider, presented by the Cincinnati Mom Collective. Hello, Cincinnati. I'm Courtney Snow, owner of CMC, and today we get to chat with Don L. Grady of Junebug Jewelry Designs right here in the Queen City. I am wearing one of her gorgeous necklaces as well as one of her bracelets. And these things are beautiful. Um, but I can't tell you, like having them in person and seeing the quality of the craftsmanship and how good it feels, it's it's awesome. So um, <laughs> I actually uh, wore the pieces to the art museum the other day. And some of the staff there were asking about the necklace. So I told oh, them nice. to make sure to go check you out. Yes. Thanks. <laughs> yes. So um, we had a couple couple questions prepared for you. Um, so Dot, do you want to tell everybody a little bit about you first? Okay. Hi, everybody. I am Dawn Grady, and I am a self-trained, mostly metalsmith, um, who specializes in copper and argentium silver designs accented with semi-precious gemstones. I fell in love with jewelry making um, probably about 15 years ago when I took a class at UC. It was just a simple bead stringing class, um, but that got me interested in learning more and more uh, techniques. And I finally got into metal smithing, and now I can create my version of wearable art jewelry. I like to make statement pieces so that when you know you walk in a room, your jewelry can do some of the talking for you, or at least yeah. get the conversation started. Yes, it definitely did. She was like, "Where did you get that?" And I was like, "What?" And she was like, "That necklace." <laughs> oh my gosh, yes, yes, that's exactly what I want to have happen when you yeah, wear yeah. your pieces, but I also want them to be super comfortable when you yeah, wear yeah. them. Yeah, um, it is. I also have to actually is like oh, 17 wow. feet. Yes, you've got 17 feet of copper wire just wrapped around your Brazilian agate slice, um, which carries most of the weight of the pendant, but then it's balanced out by a really lightweight chain that has a hook clasp so that you can adjust the length any way you want to. You can tighten up on it, you can lengthen it up, and you even got a little sexy bead to go down your back when you're wearing your little summer dresses and things like that. Mm -hmm. I, I try to think of all of the little details so that it becomes a piece that you really treasure and that lasts you a lifetime. Oh yeah, yeah. This it's it's gorgeous and like yeah, that attention to detail. Like I was at the art museum and lifting up my hair so I could show off like <laughs> <laughs> the little piece on the back, and she's like, oh, yes. I was like, yes. I was like, June Bug Jewelry Designs. I was like, yes. Yes. look her up. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yes, and yeah, I, I told you I was like, because I don't I don't wear a lot of jewelry and I don't wear necklaces very often. But it was it was so comfortable. Like I almost forgot that I had jewelry on. Yeah. It was it was awesome. And my my teenage daughter, she was like, Oh, that's beautiful. She was like, I'm gonna have the best jewelry passed on to me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that makes me feel so good. Oh my God. Tell her thank you. Thank yes. you. And it comes from too. <laughs> um so yes, uh, so what is Junebug Jewelry Design? 
Well, Junebug Jewelry Designs is an online jewelry boutique as well as a brick and mortar storefront right in the heart of Over the Ride. I'm right on Vine Street between 13th and 14th Street, kind of in the heart of everything. I'm near the Eagle and Quan Hoppa and the Candle Lab. And in fact, the Candle Lab is my next door neighbor. So um, I just strive to make sure that when you walk in, you can find that piece that calls to you. I actually have a line of beaded gemstone bracelets like the one that you have. Um, it's from my energy collection. And that's usually like a um, a starting point for people when they walk into Junebug because I tie each of the bracelets to the metaphysical properties of the gemstones. And I, it's interesting to see which ones call to the folks that, that end up with them. So they'll go and they'll see a bracelet and they'll just keep, you know, touching it and picking it, you know, just all these things. And then you, you talk to them a little bit and you find out that the energy that they need is exactly what was in that bracelet before they ever even read the card. So that's the, the joy that comes from actually having a storefront in downtown where people can come in. They can actually see how lightweight the pieces are. You can't always sell that um, on your website. The picture can't always do it justice in terms of just the comfort that goes into the construction of my designs. It's not just about the aesthetics. It's also about the meaning and the fact that it's very wearable and comfortable because I do want you to forget that you have it on until you get those compliments. So exactly your experience is the experience that I want people to have. Oh, that's awesome. And uh, I know I told you my husband has a whole collection of bracelets, the beaded bracelets, but he yeah, he was very blown away by yours and mm -hmm. it looks great with the rest of his, but even just the clasp, how you did that. And yeah, it's, it's yeah. stunning. You I do like doing the snap class because um, I feel like gemstones are not suitable for um, stretch cord. I just feel like eventually the gemstone is going to saw through that stretch cord every time you put it on and every time you take it off. And eventually those gemstones are going to go flying. You almost never can find them all when that happens. So, and I just feel like gemstones are much more precious than a plastic stretch cord could ever do justice. So yeah. mine are always going to be on wire that has at least a 25 pound break point to it. And it's always going going to use that snap class because it's easy. Once you get used to it, it's very easy to get on and get off, but it stays secure. It's much more secure than any magnet class I've ever used. So, and the customers love them. So I keep them and that's all that I use. Yeah. I had never seen that before and you wouldn't think that it would stay so securely but it does like it really does yeah you've got yeah. to you've got to put some pressure on it to to take it apart and that's why usually when people come in and they're trying the bracelet on for the first time they always think oh my god i'm gonna break it because you know they don't want to apply the pressure that it takes to unsnap it just the same way you would unsnap your jacket but they feel a lot more secure with a jacket than with the bracelet and i tell them go ahead it's a snap just pull it apart and once they get used to it then you you realize yeah it's a very secure piece at that point it's not going anywhere until you take it off mm -mm. yeah it's yeah, it's good. It's, it's one of my new favorites. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Uh, let's see. Oh, and by the way, I've got some great ones now for Mother's Day. I just uh, designed some really cute charm bracelets in my energy collection, but I used emeralds and I used agates because an emerald is a, bra uh, a, a gemstone that really hones in on the unconditional love and you don't get more unconditional love than you would get from a mother. And an agate is a very protective stone. Uh, they used to use agates on uh, armor before they went into battle. Nobody will protect you more than your mother. So uh, these bracelets come with a charm that says, everything I am, you help me to be. So that's my Mother's Day design for this year. So I feel like for graduation season and for Mother's Day, the energy collection has a little bit of something for everybody. I mean, there's a stress whisper. There's a no more drama. I mean, I've got confident and stress-free, take the stage for the extrovert in your life. There's a King's Guard. That's the one that your husband is enjoying. That's a protection bracelet for men. And the list goes on. So I like to make sure that I have a little bit of something for everybody. But my real love are my statement pieces, my statement necklaces, my children mm -hmm. necklaces, my earring designs, the silver that I use, like on these earrings here, all of my silver is Argentium silver. A lot of people have never heard of it and I hadn't either until I started making jewelry. It has similarities to sterling silver, but it has a more pure silver mm -hmm. formula. It's 0.935. But the beauty of it for everybody is that it is tarnish resistant. That doesn't mean it won't ever tarnish. You still have to protect it. You still have to clean it, but it stays much brighter than traditional sterling. And it doesn't require the plating that sterling silver requires. Mm -hmm. So you have something that's incredibly hypoallergenic. You won't have that problem that a lot of my customers tell me about with some of their sterling pieces that mm -hmm. after a while, the sterling pieces start to bother them. That's because that plating has started to wear off. And so now mm -hmm. you're down to whatever is in that plating that you really don't want. So Argentium doesn't require that. So it's a much more beautiful metal. It's mm -hmm. so bright and brilliant and it's tarnish resistant, which is great. And for people like me with metal allergies, it won't uh, bother your ears because I'm super sensitive to metals. The Argentium silver that I use is very hypoallergenic. And when I'm uh, putting together my copper pieces, I always seal them. For that reason, to protect the skin, a lot of people um, will react to the, or actually the copper will react to people's skin. It's really not the other way around. Actually, it's the patina that's developing off the copper that you see when your skin turns green. That's what that is. It's like your sweat made a little patina. You can just kind of wash it off. But a lot of people don't realize that. So I seal my copper. Uh, to protect from that and also to protect the finish. I'm really deliberate about the finishes that I put on my copper to just really accentuate the vintage look that yeah. I want them to all have. I want these all to have that heirloom quality, that lasting quality. So I like to put that uh, style element into all of my pieces. So I want to protect that finish. So I put a sealant on there and all of my copper earrings have niobium ear wires going through your ear because that's also very hypoallergenic. So I try to make sure that this is jewelry that you're going to love. It's not going to bother you. You're just going to get compliments that it's really going to be that statement piece. You can walk into a room and start conversations just because you look fabulous. 
<laughs> yes. Well, and one thing I loved is that I wore it with a t-shirt at the art museum. I have to switch it on out, but I feel like you can dress it down. You can dress it up. Yep. Like I don't feel like it's, it's reserved just for when you want to dress up, which I, I like at least. <laughs> you know what? I really like for my jewelry to be more reflective of how you want to feel in that moment. My love affair with statement jewelry came from my mother, my aunt, and my grandmother and playing in their jewelry boxes when I was young. To me, the statement pieces really reflected being a boss. So I remember when I was in my 20s, and this was actually the first time I thought about uh, making jewelry, I was on my way to a dinner. Um, this was when I lived in Atlanta, and I was going to a dinner honoring, um, it was a, a Dr. Martin Luther King dinner. And so you had to be dressed to the nines. So I went out and I got my gown and I bought this statement piece that I thought represented the boss that I was trying to emulate with my whole outfit and who I wanted to be. I mean, I was going to be in the room with power players. So, you know, I wanted to look the part, right? Mm -hmm. Well, as I'm getting dressed, I got my gown on, right? And I'm picking up my necklace and I'm putting it around my neck and trying to connect it. And I start to feel stuff falling, right? The necklace is falling apart. I'm not exactly sure what I did to it, but it broke. And I spent a nice little penny on it at the department store. So I'm looking at it and I'm like, you know what? This is this is kind of like on plastic and I bet I can do better. So that's what made me seek out a jewelry making class. But I do remember the moment when I had to walk into that dinner and all I had was my little studs. It wasn't that I didn't look gorgeous, but I didn't feel like a boss. And it was the first time that I really made that connection to how jewelry can make you feel. So I'd rather it be a, you know, attributed to how you feel as opposed to where you're going. I want you to put it on when the mood suits you more so than the outfit suits you, if that makes any sense. Yes. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Cause I, I mean, I felt good when I put it on, I was like, you know what? I was like, we're going to be out and walking. And it was like and yeah. the occasion didn't call for like dressing up, but I felt like I could still put it on yep. and, and feel good, have a little more confidence, <laughs> but that it didn't, you know, that it didn't look silly. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. And that's what I want. Versatility. I want you to reach for it a lot, a lot. Yes. And I also want you to protect it. And that's why I gave it to you with that polishing cloth. Because that's mm -hmm. the only thing I always give a polishing cloth with uh, my metal jewelry because that's all I ever want you to use on it. I don't want people to use okay. jewelry cleaners and things like that. And I give it to you with that jewelry pouch so that you can protect mm -hmm. it when you're not wearing it. Because this is a piece that, again, your daughter's going to have. Hopefully, her daughter will have that. And that's going to require care right now in order to make that happen. So, you know, I mean, it is copper. It's one of the, you know, the oldest metals that, and most used, widely used metals in the world. It's got lots of benefits to it, but you do have to protect it. It's a metal that needs some protection and some care. So I give you the tools with the piece so that you can properly care for it. 
I love it. Yes. And I did in between wearing it, I put it back in its pouch. And (laughs) so how often should it be polished? Just when you start to see it look dull. So it really, you know, metal, the, the way that metal will keep comes down to a lot of factors, how moist it is in your house, how many times you leave it outside of the pouch, maybe, um, how, you know, whether or not lotions and things like that are, are coming into contact with it, your sweat in the summertime, things like that. So just when you start to see it look a little dull, that's when you want to reach for that polishing cloth and just shine it right back up. Okay. Don't put too much effort at all. Moms love that. Yeah. <laughs> Low effort. <laughs> um, so how did you choose the name Junebug? Ah, now that's the question that I love more than any. My father called me Junebug. Uh, it is my nickname. Uh, he called me that for as long as I can remember, uh, up until when he died. So when I created my business. I wanted to use the name that represented my creativity. And when I heard Junebug the most, which was when I was a kid, I was super creative. I was always into doing something. Either I was drawing or I was writing poetry or essays or making mood boards or, you know, just always something. And I heard Junebug, Junebug a lot. So when I thought, hey, I'm going to come up with this business name, I think Junebug is it. (laughs) And luckily, you know, he was still with us when I actually created my business. So he is actually wearing my first piece uh, from my men's collection as we speak. So Mm. he took it with him. Oh, that's beautiful. Yes. I I love the story behind it. And also just the nerd in me loves the alliteration part of Junebug Jewelry. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I tell you, I was pitching for, um, I was in mortar is a business incubator here locally. And I was in class 11 and we did our pitch night and I was so nervous because, you know, you get three minutes to pitch and then they have three questions that they can ask you afterwards. I'm like, Oh my God, what if they start asking me about my numbers or something I really don't like to talk about. And the first question was, so why'd you name it Junebug? And I was like, daddy's in the room. Yes. It was such a beautiful moment. So I love that question. Oh, yay. Um, let me see. I had a couple more. Um, so I don't know if you maybe kind of touched on what eventually led to it, but um, what made you want to start your own business going out on your own and how did you get started? Ooh, okay. I um, dabbled with Junebug doing pop-up shops and things like that for years as I did a full-time marketing and PR job. Um, it was a very demanding job and it always in the back of my mind, I would think, oh, I would sure love to be able to do June bug full time, but I didn't want to walk away from that check. You know, the check was lovely and, um, you know, the benefits were lovely and I was in my late forties and I just thought, you know, this is not the smartest thing to do at my age and, you know, conventional wisdom. I'm raised in that generation where you go to college and you get a job and you work that job until it's time to retire. Mm -hmm. Well, then the pandemic. And uh, I was, my job was actually communications for the school district. And (laughs) that's not the best job to have in the (laughs) pandemic. I can tell you, if you're ever thinking about like making a leap, 
those moments can get you to that point faster than anything else. And it was really more a matter of the stars were just aligning. It felt like everything for Junebug was starting to open up and all of my passion for my job was just weighing me down. It was, you know, it, it just was sort of going away. The job was weighing me down. And so one day I just decided, you know, I got to know if I still have it. So I went out and I applied for another job. I did. And I thought, I just need to see if I have to get back in the job market, if I still have the skills to be able to do that. So I was late. I was 45 minutes late to this job interview. I mean, literally, the people are on the phone with me trying to guide me to where I'm supposed to go. And then I interviewed with them for about an hour and a half. They offered me the job the next day. I turned it down and I quit my job right after that. And I walked out of my um, job and walked into my business and got a grant that very first day. And it was confirmation to me that, you know, I was on the right path. And so many wonderful things have happened since I decided to take this leap. Um, It wasn't something that I did easily. Truth, Truth is, it took years to get to that point. But I figure, you know, we only get this one life. If the pandemic said anything, it was life is really precious, but life is also very short. Mm-hmm. So when was I going to do it? Was I going to wait until retirement when now I've got arthritis and I don't want to make jewelry anymore? Or am I going to mm-hmm. do it now when I know that, you know, worst case scenario, I can always go back and work for somebody else. But let me give myself a shot. So I gave myself a shot. Good for you. I love it. <laughs> yes, I'm glad you did. I love, all, I mean, you can definitely tell you have that marketing and PR background, like just looking at your social media and your website, like everything's so fun and bright. And it's just like, ooh, it's like, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I tell you though, doing it for yourself versus when you have a team to do it is a big difference. It is entrepreneurship is not for the faint at heart because when all of a sudden, all of the roles are in your lap, including making the jewelry. Um, some days can be really challenging, but they're my days. And every time I can put a piece on somebody and just watch them light up and get pictures from them because, you know, they just love this piece. One of the best moments ever was a customer who's been, she's been a supporter of Junebug since the very first trunk show I ever had in my mother's living room. Um, but she was born in Liberia. She has raised four children here in the U.S. She's married here in the U.S., um, but she wasn't a citizen. And one day I'm flipping around on Facebook and I see her with the judge that um, swore her in as a citizen. And what was she wearing? She was wearing her June bug jewelry and she was wearing a piece that was my lady pendant that has all these swirls around a Brazilian agate like yours. Mm. And the swirls, some are perfect, but some are not so perfect. And that's how life is. But all of those moments come together and make something beautiful. And she chose to wear that piece on one of the biggest days of her life. And that was a moment for me. I'll never forget that feeling of seeing my piece representing such a a powerful time in her life. And then I could flip through and all of her family photos, she was wearing Junebug. These are the kind of stories that I want to be able to continue to tell. 
through my business. Yes, that's amazing. Yeah, it's definitely, it's more than just jewelry. (laughs) Yes, I love that. Um, Let me see. Oh, well, one of my questions would be, what's the next collection coming with Junebug? But you already told us about the Mother's Day happening, so... (laughs) Ah, but I'm I'm always working on new designs. So the best thing to do is to get on my mailing list because I love to show new pieces to folks on my mailing list first. That's a promise that I make to folks who are on my mailing list that they get to see the jewelry before everybody else. But I am working on uh, some new items that'll be ready in the next couple of weeks. So now is the best time to get on my mailing list because my birthday is coming up. Um, June 8th and I always do a really big sale around my birthday and I like to have lots of new pieces to go along with it so yes very exciting yeah so speaking of birthdays so it looks like you keep a few months at a time of a birthstone inspired for the bracelets right yes okay yeah I was excited I found you because my birth my birthday's in March that I found you when I was like oh I can get a March one Yes, yes. I'm getting ready to put up the May one. I try to, you know, do them, um, coordinate them with the month so that, you know, people are looking around their birthday time. But yes, the birthstone collection is one of those things that I really love too. (laughs) Yes, it's fun. Um, Okay, so I guess my my last question um, was how can our listeners and viewers find you and get your jewelry for themselves? All right. Well, you can find me online at junebugjewelrydesigns.com. So junebugjewelrydesigns with an S dot com. Um, I'm on Instagram and Facebook as at junebugjewelrydesigns. Or my Cincinnati friends can come and visit me at 1327 Mm -hmm. Vine Street. I'm right next door to the Candle Lab um, in the block very close to Graders and with Quan Hoppa between 13th and 14th. So 1327 Vine. Come down. I'm open Thursday through Saturday from noon to six. Perfect. Yes. We'll make sure to put that all in there. We also have you in our Black Owned Business Guide on the site. So we'll make sure to link all of that for everybody so they can check you out. Um, But yeah, yeah, seriously, everything looks stunning in pictures, but you're right. Getting to actually like see it and hold it and feel it and wear it is, is a whole new level. So. Yeah. So come on down. You really do need to see it in person. Yes. Well, thank you so much for making time for us and sharing. Thank you for having me. Yes. It's a pleasure, really. Yeah. It's always fun to get to meet uh, local Cincinnati um, stars and feature businesses around, especially with something very unique and beautiful like you do. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yay. All right. Well, everybody, we will make sure to link everything for you. So make sure to check out Dawn and Junebug. And hopefully we will see lots of pictures of everybody with their statement pieces. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Thanks for joining us and tune in for our next episode.